At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. You can listen to a full two-hour-long episode of The Bonfire on SiriusXM or with the SXM app. It's easy. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Do you guys just jam all day? Pretty much. All day long. It's The Bonfire, Faction Talk Series XM 103. This is our Thursday Lost Tapes. I'll call it that. Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts. Uh, as DJ Lou plays you, his favorite version of the worst version of Jeremy I've ever heard. I knew you were going to say that. Because it's building, though, right? It's building. It's building. Does it get somewhere? Yeah, you got to give it time. There's someone that was on drugs at this show. This is Red Rocks 95, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When does prob- it start kicking in when he goes, Ooh, That's right. Exactly right. It's actually Col- it's Colorado, so he had a real school shooter there, too. Oh, also the problem is Colorado was the issue is he probably had... It's hard to breathe. Okay. He's like, I'm running out of... So we're saving up. So what you actually mistake for artistic integrity was laziness, Lou. Maybe. Maybe I'm not as smart musically as you. (laughs) Everybody's having a hard time breathing right now. Was he drinking wine this early in the career? Uh, Yes. Was he always a wine guy? Yes. The last few songs, he would bring up a full bottle and drink it. Do you think he, uh, as he gets older, he's going to start getting emotional like my mom did with wine? He's like, oh man, my knee's hurt and it makes me feel like I'm getting old. He's not doing. He's not doing the ooos at all. You're not waiting. You gotta have patience with this band. It's like a fine stew. Dude, he's. You know, he's ta- stew. He's tantricking. Let it cook. Let he's, it cook. He's tantricking the Pearl Jam. Jay, he's edging us. No one's ever said a fine stew. <laughs> a nice chilled canned beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a glorious ramen. Oh, what elegant mud flaps. <laughs> Get out of his chair, just like you, Jay. Oh wow! I feel like that was heat. Nope, it's a compliment. <laughs> Here we go. He looks very young. We'll tweet this out at the Bonfire SXM. Where's the I I I I I I I? Nah. I'll tell you right now, Lou. Give Little Jam Bandy. Yeah, give me the album version. No way. Doing his dumb whining. 
Uh-huh. That was 95. You can uh-huh. see that. Bo- you can see the bottle of water by the drum kit. And remember in 95, like mid-90s is when bottled water started coming out. Yeah. It was like really, remember? Because da- I remember Dennis Miller had a like a 1-800-Collect commercial about it. Really? Yeah, when he was like, hey, babe. Now they're, selling, <laughs> now they're selling water and bottles, babe. What's next? We're going to walk yeah, on the like, moon. You ever seen Dana Carvey's Dennis Miller impression? Uh, oh, yeah. It's fucking perfect. It's when he did Weekend Update with him? I played it a little bit on uh, on Skanks, but if you want to put it on for a minute here, it is worth it. Kyle Dunnigan's... Oh, did we do it already? His new Bill Maher? I haven't. No, we haven't seen it. His new Bill Maher. I'll give Kyle Dunnigan... I know Kurt helps him write these a shout, but uh, Kyle Dunnigan's new Bill Maher is one of the funniest... His Bill Maher's Dude, perfect. It's, but it's gotten better. Yeah. He does a, uh, he does a Didn't fake. Didn't he do it for him? I think he did not enjoy it. No one enjoys it. Um, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, what do you call it? New rules. New rules. And if, I bet if you put Kyle Dunn and get, yeah. He did, yeah. See what Dude, I, my laser eyes are wearing off. I can't read. I've been noticing mm. the past couple of days. I can't read the the screen anymore. Was it, th- wait, three days ago? That might be it. Um, yeah. No, 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 that's the actual new rules. Shit, I'm sorry. Now go to Kyle Dunnigan's Instagram. It'll be on that. Apologies. But um, we'll look at that when it comes up. What a great thing. Another subject uh, that we wanted to bring up here was Jeremy, the song. Yeah. The reason I said it started today, Lord, did I know it was going to be that opus. Thank um, you. <laughs> well, you kind of knew, you should have seen it coming, because we were outside and you were like, hey, open the show with Jeremy today. And DJ Lou went, can I like your version? Or my version, and you were like, and he you definitely were... went in his head. He went, Red Rocks '95. Did you immediately know that? Yeah. Of Is course. that one of your favorite performances by Pearl Jam? Yeah. If you were to like isolate one song of that song, that's that's the best performance of that song. Because I yeah, because I think if your favorite band, you know, mine is Queens of the Stone Age did a MTV Unplugged, but for Europe, and they did this song, um, I Never Came, and it fucking rules. It was like only on German television. Yeah. So it's like an incredible concert, but then when the song's over, you want like. American hype, <laughs> and instead it's like, yeah. I never came. Um, because I want to get into a subject with uh, about Jeremy. About Jeremy, let's just watch this real quick to to get it out of the way because it's it really is worth just sharing. And this is Kyle Dunnigan's Bill Maher at his uh, Instagram page. Start it over and uh, unmute it. America has been scheduled. For execution. Perfect. And no matter how hard you pray, there won't be a last minute call from the governor. (laughs) Tuesday's midterms will be the most important elections in the history of the world. And the good guys aren't going to win. Looks like the fat people get their way. On November 8th, democracy will be dipped in batter, fried, and then eaten. And for those of us who aren't magtarded, it won't be a happy meal. <laughs> the lean, the leaning is the best part. Yeah. He he gated up a little. He gayed the voice up a little, but he's na- he nails it, dude. Also, the flag is an ice cream cake. Is that like the tag on joke? So good, so good. Um, yeah, I was watching a rock and roll true stories today about it says the tragic life of the kid who played Jeremy. Six minute video. They were able to recap his entire so the sad song, life in six minutes. So the song is a bummer about a kid, and then the music video is a bummer about a kid because that kid died in real life. But that kid, like he did acting for a while, didn't love it. 
then he wanted to be at work in the UN. And then he went overseas and he was working uh, as a speechwriter for like foreign dignitaries. <laughs> All this crazy shit. And then he went to Just a, a beach. A dictator getting a speech and late, late one night in his palace. He's like, tell me something about yourself that you've never told anybody. He's like, I was Jeremy. He goes, in the video. <laughs> yeah. You're shitting me. <laughs> Shut right the fuck up. I'm going to execute the 15,000 people who protested me. And you were fucking Jeremy. <laughs> Shut up. I went to I went to boarding school in Connecticut. <laughs> of course I remember that album. So he, uh, and then at one point in the middle of all this, uh, what he was going to do with his life, and he was going to start maybe working in IT. I don't know why he was dialing back to that. He, um... He went swimming. I forget where. Do you remember where, Lou? Uh, Seems like you would know. Do you follow all of the actors from the Pearl Jam of videos? Of course, dude. I don't. Where's that lamb now from the cover of Versus? <laughs> he goes, deliciously cooked yeah. as for a Christmas dinner. There's lamb it, chops at Jeff Immens house. <laughs> uh, McCready headed for a lovely Christmas dinner. There. I like I always use a mint. You always use McCready. Always. Trevor Wilson, and he died in Puerto Rico. <laughs> so in Puerto Rico, he was out far swimming mm-hmm. on the beach and a current grabbed him and took him out Damn. and he fought it and got back to see and then just believed like his buddy was like hey don't go out there again man yeah. it's like pretty bad and he goes buddy I already defeated that current and then the next time it just sucked him out and he died the current was like watch this yeah they brought him back in and he was just dead by the time he got to the shore current was what a, a nitwit the current was a Nirvana fan <laughs> it was like fuck you I know who you are, kid. Yeah, the Dude. current's mad that uh, Mud Honey broke up because of <laughs> Temple of the Dog was bullshit. They should have ju- it should have just been Cornell. He challenging the ocean like that mm-hmm. to me is always a loss. It's yes. this. It reminds me of in sports when you're watching a game and the broadcasters bring up like you know we, I don't know if we talked about Eagles Commanders on. Tuesday. I forget if we talked yeah, about yeah. it. But anyways, when you're watching like an NFL game and they're like, he hasn't thrown an interception in 63 oh. consecutive passes. And that's intercepted at the 40. Yeah, you do that with the ocean, that's such bigger stakes to be like, I got away from it already. I I'm there's nothing I could picture more. And now getting dragged out far from shore is a nightmare. But like, yeah. if you could see the shore, there's some sense of hope inside of you. Whenever I've done those cruise ships and you think when you're in the middle where oh, there's nothing yeah. on either side of you. Except great ocean, yeah, and you don't know which direction is anything. Yeah. If you were fell fell off and no one knew in the middle of that, like I don't know if there's a worse way to die. You'd hope to God sharks get you fast, but I'm saying you hope that that's what that just oh. goes. Because here's the thing, you don't want to just die like waiting and freezing and like turning into ice in the water. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I got into. Be- I think it was because uh, somebody on here, uh, the USS Indianapolis, and then I like read about it. On Wikipedia, and then I listened to the last podcast on the left where they did like a four parter about it, so mm-hmm. in depth on it. Dude, there was a part where the guys were in the sea for so long that one of them went crazy and was like, There's a hotel under the water. We can swim under there and have Cokes, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, don't do that because they were all holding each other together. And so one guy would go, and another guy, it's like exerting energy to stop a guy from trying to swim under yeah. and fuck everything up. It's like, dude, that sounds just being out at sea no, that, and just that, going crazy and dehydrating. Yeah, the uh, the what you call it? They what, what some of them were doing was they were out there for so long. And I survived the episode I watched. Yeah. They were out there for so long, and one of them was just like, I can't anymore. Like I'm like I have to drink water, 
and just started drinking like oh. ocean water. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then went absolutely fine. And then he was the one, like, I think he killed uh, one of the people like they were, they were just out there waiting with. Like he just went nuts. He was like, because they were like, he says, I see land over there. And they're like, there's no land over there, Steve. <laughs> and he was like, there's fucking land. And, and because they, they wouldn't let him like go in that direction or whatever. Like, oh, I think what happened was, or he, I think he may have killed somebody and jumped in the water and then sharks just ate him immediately. That's the funniest ending possible. Yeah. He killed a guy for trying to stop him he and goes, then jumped in. Why'd you make me do that? All right, I'm going to get in the ocean and the shark. I mean, I wonder if the blood from the first guy attracted the sharks. Now, yes. I, how could salt water kill <laughs> yeah. you? I thought, isn't like a, like a quick like uh, way to blow out your uh, system is to like pound like two liters of salt water? I didn't know that. Is that a thing? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think you dehydrate oh. and die pretty quickly. Probably the way they were doing it. I don't know if that's way more concentrated salt water than anything you're gonna drink. make at home. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You, you wonder if you get bit by that shark if you're just like yes, the sweet release. Yeah, you're like, and oh, you go, can you bite me, me just in half immediately so it's over? I want to rub your tongue. Yeah. You almost like put your head in there. Yeah. Like bite my head off. Do it. Turn it off, dude. Turn the, off the lights. The one story about the guy that was, uh, his he was just talking to his buddy and then. He wasn't responding, and then he realized he'd been bitten in half. Jesus. That, they actually do Wait, it, but he describe didn't even, that in Jaws, but that's he, an actual thing that apparently happened. He, like, but he didn't bop. notice? Like, I mean, he the was guy talking been, to the guy, he's like, Ugh. The shark had just uh, bit him in half. Clean in half? That's, so like, that's got to be pretty goes, clean. I feel something banging on my feet real quick. Oh. They're just silent? <laughs> oh, no, it's a... Because <laughs> I feel like you would see movement. If a shark was big enough to bite you in half. No, no, no. I mean, not, he he saw, he didn't realize his buddy had got bitten in half. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're talking to your buddy, were you saying that they were talking while he got bit and he didn't no, no, notice? No, no, oh. Afterward, Because they were all delirious and, and nodding out, but they were all in groups trying to fend off Cause it's, it, tiger, it's, tiger it's easy sharks. to notice when someone's pooping and you're talking to them, yeah. let alone getting bit in half by a shark. Uh-huh. Where they were, on the phone, you're like, that's, that's right. They were all half dead. I mean, Dan Carlin did a good hour on that also, Dan. Indianapolis. I wonder, if, I wonder if the Indianapolis, if it was the Dan Carlin one I listened to. I know yeah, last podcast one, but there was, if that's where the story of the hotel with the mm-hmm. with the guy, because there was like four different groups that were just floating of like multiple people. Dude, trying to, where your mind's at when you're trying to convince other people, like, guys, I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. There's a hotel. <laughs> is a Sheraton underneath the water. And I got points. We go down there. We could probably split a couple, you know, two queens, two queens in a. He goes, I'll log into my Netflix on the TV and we'll ride this thing out. I'm going to take a hot shower, I'm gonna have <laughs> a snack, and then I'm going to sleep. I think I saw a Chipotle around the corner. So, and if you try to stop me, I'm going to stab you <laughs> for me going down into my little water town. I will kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. And I'm friends with sharks now, too. Make. Complete sure that I will kill you. That's like drunk girl logic when they're down there. They're like, and I'm going to be friends with the sharks. Yeah. What? I'm going to be friends with them. Has anybody even tried that? Uh, it's dude. probably why they're misunderstood. That's why they're so snappy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I... The biggest nightmare, because when, you're, uh, when you see the fin, when they're coming at you uh, horizontal, that's one thing. But when they're doing the vertical attack, mm-hmm. and you just... From underneath, you, yeah. You have no idea when that's coming. That's got to be the most terrifying. 
Wait, what do you mean? Like horizontal? When they're coming at you when sideways they're... versus if they're co- like, the, like oh. the jaws cover, like oh, it's coming yeah, right dude. up on you. I don't know. I feel like if I'm going to get killed by a shark, do me like that. Top to bottom or bottom to top. Bottom to yeah, top. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't want to. Don't, don't take my fat. I know you want the fat torso of mine, but. Uh, but also, there is something to be said for like getting it over quick. Like if I ever get eaten by a, a movie anaconda, a movie pop quality my, anaconda. Pop my, yeah, pop my head. I mean, come at me like the way they got uh, Voight in the movie. Yeah. You got to take me head down. Do not slowly eat me from oh, the legs up. Because you're talking to your friend and you're going, oh. Yeah. It's moving. He goes, oh, man. This, I can oh, feel it. Oh. Oh, it's all weird inside. Oh, I can feel like oh, it feels like um, a um. All right, guys, like a like, large asshole is pushing and, me through it. Because and it's been nice knowing you, <laughs> guys. Also, uh, one last thing: if you go in my garage, there's like a bunch of old photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's right in the middle, and you go, "Oh shit, Dan!" Before I forget, go destroy all of my laptop yeah. computers, please. Honestly, <laughs> log me out. Log me out. Reset my browsers. He goes, "Dude, I mean, Whoa. restore to factory settings and get rid of clear my history." <laughs> Telling you, go just do that for me. If you wouldn't mind, if you could just throw my phone deep ocean. Oh, oh yeah, man. Getting a. Uh, you wonder if the people that get attacked by sharks and live, if there's any of them that are like, I mean, you couldn't just finish the fucking job. Like, if you were suicidal and got attacked by a shark, uh, and then you lived. Yeah, you're like, well, great. Now I have munch bars. Now I'm a half man. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks for making me half yeah. the man I used to now be. Now I don't have legs to be able to jump off this roof. Oh, you piece of shit. I can't run from my problems anymore. <laughs> you have fucking stopped me. But there were you were saying we were going to look up other kids that have been in videos or actors, or actors in videos who have tragic endings. I bet there's a list. Jacob, if you look up on Google, um, music video actors mm-hmm. suffered tragic ends, but that's very specific words who have died. Tragic ends. Tragic ends. Look up someone who's had a misfortune yeah. later in life. Can you look up music video stars who have befallen great tragedy? <laughs> We have to keep it mystic. <laughs> look up, look up video stars that have joined the other side. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is just celebs. Yeah, no performers dude. who died in front of their audiences. Is that a big list? I don't know. Well, go to that one, the Wikipedia page. You were just on it. Yeah, Jacob, go down. Right there, list of entertainers who died during a performance. Damn, they have centuries. Yeah, we'll do. Well, you can go back. 21st to the, century works. Yeah, but you see what's happening. Yeah, let's go back to the 90s. Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. Big one. Yeah, I just watched another one about that. I forgot that a live audience did see it happen. They and then kept the show going. continued, yeah. And by the way, it was like because of one rig. The Dark Side of the Ring of it was great. Uh, Brandon Lee, I remember that. Yeah, a lot of things on Hart. Uh, a Red Fox had a heart attack on a CBS sitcom. What? That's, That's so crazy. funny because that was his thing. So it was noted that initially castmates on the set thought Fox was only fooling around after he clutched a chair and fell to the floor. Remember? He used to do that. I'm coming. That is hilarious. And then he actually has one. It's, it's me, the, Elizabeth. It's, it's, I'm coming to you. It's the boy who cried wolf where God is like, dude, I'm going to take him out at a heart attack. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, he's doing the thing. He's doing his thing. <laughs> Go down to uh, now we're getting back. the 2000s. Yeah. Get to the two. Get to the aughts. Uh, two thousand one. A con- oh. died of a heart attack. A conductor. 
at the Deutsche Oper Berlin at the Berlin dude. I didn't realize that the guy from Great White, one of the guys died in the fire. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Wow. Yeah, it was 100 people. He was the 100th. Wow. You want to know what happened to the B-girl from the Blind Melon video? Did something bad happen? Nothing. She's fine. She's Good. absolutely fine. She's thriving in life. <laughs> she couldn't be doing better. Oh, yeah. I mean, the saddest one is Dimebag Daryl. They're like, oh, yeah, he did die on stage. Yeah. Oh, there you go. A Japanese wrestler. Mitsuharu Misawa of got a cervical spine injury while took a suplex. Jesus Christ. Causing a fatal cardiac arrest. Damn. Damn. Oh, that's the girl from SeaWorld. That was a great one. <laughs> Which one? When Shamu just turned on her. Oh, yeah, dude. Turned on her like a, that was like a Siegfried and Royd tiger. Don Broncho. Broncho. Yeah. Was pulled under the water by the orca. Tick to him. How do you say that name? Tilikum. 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 Dude, if you're there with your family and you're like, okay, all right, guys. My kid's starting to get a little worried. Probably part of the show. Okay. Swedish comedian Lasse Eriksson died during the final number of his show, Freie Lichtenmann 2. The final number. Four Happy Men 2. Oh, man. Uh, Oh. A rapper MC. The last was fatally shot in the abdomen during a free performance. Oh, a free performance? Yeah, that hurts. Who was even getting paid for it? We're all the way up to 2016. Damn, do people dying on stage, Does the is there a refund? <laughs> is, like, how just... far into the show? If they oh, die opening number, do you get a refund? You should. There's an argument there. Class action suit if they don't. What, did you ever see that? I mean, this doesn't count because they brought him back to life. It was the this was last year. It was a soccer game. Uh, oh, I, I remember Premier that. Premier League. He had a his yeah, heart stopped while yeah. he was in the middle of the play. They collapsed. It was terrifying, and they resuscitated him on the on the field. Who's a original Christian? Boston drummer? Sid, Sid Hashian died after collapsing during a performance on the Legends of Rock cruise. I know it sucks so much because the original. No, go. Don't keep going down. Go back up, Jacob, for a second. But uh, yeah, Boston, the lead singer of Boston, killed himself. Uh, I think way early '90s or late '80s, something. But he killed himself. And so this guy's getting to perform. He was so excited to get to perform again yeah. on the Legends of Rock cruise. He's like, oh, man, bring it together. And again, dude, you have a heart attack uh, on a cruise ship. It's just like, <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. Even if they helicopter you, how fast is that going to possibly be? Um, that's the one I want to see. Who's Christina Grimmy? Because she was shot while signing autographs following a performance in Orlando, Florida. Wait, who is this? Christina Grimmy. Right at the top, yeah. Who is she? Uh, an American singer and YouTuber. What? How do we never hear this story? Oh, shit. I think they... Uh, look her up, Jacob. I think there's a documentary about her, but like a guy... Little like Wayne a... saw, was going to sign her? Little Wayne. That's going to be like, a weird one. I like YouTube stars. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this man. Do you think? Everybody knows that little Weezy's on YouTube. Big Weezy. I mean, that is wild. Assassinated. Um, A YouTuber? Who's that mad at YouTube? Are we part of the problem with that? No, I wonder if What's with these YouTube celebrities getting everything they want? Doing stand-up. I wonder if it's uh, like a stalker. Maybe. But yeah, she sang a song. Damn, in Orlando. Damn. 
they're not going to show it. Uh, but go down to see if there's any like uh, documentaries about her or anything, because that's fucking crazy. Signing autographs. I never heard one of these songs. I crazy. hate to say it would be crazy if you were actually in to her and you were like, "Oh no, a big loss." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go, I go, Christina Grimmies. I don't even know. It happened ten years ago. She's dead. What? I thought she was just taking a long break to write her next album. Damn, dude. Zelda Love is the name of. Wait, so is she a fucking like Twitcher or something like that? I don't know. Is that what you call that? Twitch, uh, a Twitcher. Did she Twitch? Is <laughs> she a meth addict? <laughs> She pick her skin. Oh, okay, it's the life and so it is a documentary. The life and career of the late singer. Uh, damn man, she started singing and uploading videos her YouTube channel at the age of fifteen from the beginning of her career to her tragic death in twenty sixteen. Damn, that's a bummer. Is it a movie or documentary? It's already a who movie. killed her? Documentary. It's they, a documentary. Yeah, they they yeah. find out who killed her. Yeah, go back to her Wikipedia. What if you find out she was a blood? <laughs> she was pirated, dude. She asked for this. <laughs> she was heavy in the streets. Look, when you play the game, yeah, you know. So she got a guy, whatever, whatever. His cousin came back. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. She's on YouTube talking a lot of shit. Zip, zap. So she did a voice audition too, huh? Is that what it said up there? Sorry, I don't know where you are. Right there. Post the voice and major label debut. So she was on the voice. Okay. Doesn't say anything about her death at all? I'm surprised it doesn't. You know the singer Jackie Wilson? Mm-hmm. He died on stage, and the audience no, no. thought it was uh, just part of the act. Really? Like, like um, James Brown would throw himself to the ground, that t- that type of thing. They thought it was that? Wait, yeah. Jackie Wilson do Your Love? Yes. It's from Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2? 2. Yeah, hell yeah. And he died, and everyone was like, ah! Yeah, yep. And say like, you will. And he just stayed down. Say, say you, you will. will. Yes. And yeah. then, dude, laying down there dead, the first person that realizes it, when you're screaming, you're like, he's laying. It's like he's doing that thing where he, he pops back up. I'm so gets, excited for it. He um, <laughs> he hasn't moved in a while. You, and then you hear, oh, yeah. oh, daddy, I'm coming home. <laughs> Open up for me, heaven. <laughs> Says something cool, black dude, before he dies. Um, it's time to pass. Here we go. Uh, on June 10th, 2016, Grimmy performed with Before You Exit at the Plaza in uh, Plaza Live in Orlando. Earlier in the day, she posted an announcement on social media asking people to attend the concert. After her performance ended at 10 p.m. local time, she signed autographs inside the venue. At 10.24, she was shot by 27-year-old Kevin James. Wow, young Kevin James did that. Damn, Pretty Kevin crazy. James. Uh, Kevin James Leo Leobel. After initially opening her arms to give him a hug. <laughs> Damn. That's the shittiest thing ever. He goes, oh my God, it's you. Damn. And you think as soon as her arms open up, she goes, wait, this guy's been a problem. <laughs> oh <laughs> my like, God. She was like, I recognize his face from somewhere, so let me be Where familiar. Where do I know she goes, you? Oh my God, long time no shit. <laughs> Dude, I did that in uh, Minneapolis when I was um, working Acme. Mm-hmm. I was like going to do press. And I have a heat, you know, I have heat with the uh, the other club. I don't, I used to have heat, I guess, with the other club. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, there was a manager that we both know at the other club. And I walked in to do a podcast and the other comic that was headlining was there. And I saw him. <laughs> and I came around the corner and just saw that manager, but didn't 
put where it was from, and I was like, hey! And halfway through the conversation, I'm like, I hate this guy. <laughs> You're like, oh, we don't get along. So the conversation started, because he was like, hey, he was nice. He was like, yeah. hey! But by the end, we were both like, oh, last time we saw each other, we didn't like each other. So later. Yeah, but this is the worst case scenario of that. Opening your arms for a hug and getting shot. I mean... <laughs> Oh, my God, if it isn't my stalker oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. Well, apparently, oh, wow. after he shot her, uh, he fled the scene, and then he was tackled by her brother, and they fought, and then the guy broke free back damn, against the wall. Her and- brother with the fury of you just murdered my sister. Yeah, and then he, uh, he got away, and then he shot himself. Shot himself. Damn. He killed himself. So the brother never even got his revenge. He goes, just so you know, I could have kicked your ass too. But we'll never know. <laughs> oh, shit. He goes, oh, man. She um, was uh, bleeding from the head on the floor. She was taken to the medical center in critical condition with four damn. gunshot wounds. Pronounced dead <laughs> right before 10 p.m. Jacob, okay, I don't know come on. That. I don't know. Uh, they, did a, they did an autopsy. Which said that she was actually only shot three times. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. That's a weird thing to... What? Uh, once in the head, twice in the chest. Her official cause of death was gunshot wounds of head and chest. This is a poorly written Wikipedia. Uh, well, the guy that killed her, the Orlando Police Department said that the guy had traveled by taxi to Orlando from Paper his home trail. in St. Petersburg, and he brought two handguns with extra am- ammunition and a large hunting knife. Nice, Jacob. The suspect traveled to Orlando apparently to commit this crime and then had plans to travel back where he came from. All right. Well, the bags, uh, the attendees, blah, 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 blah. one witness complained that the security was concerned about food and beverages being brought into the theater, but did not catch Loby's guns. Witnesses described Loby as nervous and kind of creepy. Yeah, you see, it says they didn't offer motive, but they said that he had shown an unhealthy and unrealistic infatuation with the singer. Oh, yeah. And tried to make himself more physically attractive for her through weight loss, hair plugs, and Shout eye out. surgery. What? Shout out. But the space back hair. hair. <laughs> space hair and if eye space surgery? Hair, if the space hair didn't do it and eye surgery, then, then Let me tell you she right wasn't now. fucking you, dude. Let me tell you right now. You get a science wig and you ain't pulling, <laughs> shave your head. Um, it's, so all he- it's all for naught. So they're going with the if I can't have you, then nobody else can thing. He lived like a hermit. Oh, cool. Uh, it's like he lived under a rock. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, which go ahead. His family said that they weren't aware that he had guns or was traveling to Orlando. They say they've never heard of the girl, never heard him talk about her or watch the voice. However, his only friend in the world oh. claimed to have oh. known about his obsession. Oh, your only friend in the world is giving an interview. We're going like, yeah, dude, he was pretty crazy about yeah. it. Yeah, he was nuts. Uh, he he said he didn't know his uh, obsession had that far of an extent. His coworker said the same. He would be angry and defensive when questioned about his obsession. And before the show. Could you imagine working with a guy and you go, so do you like know her? And he goes, no, no, no. He's got bandages on from the LASIK, and his hair is like his head. <laughs> his head's bleeding where the surgery was. He goes, ah, this is gonna work. This is gonna be the thing. And he goes, hey, Grimmy. Should, yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Hi. Uh, I did this for you. No. You should tip you off. He was probably unsound as when he he would say to people, "I'm tired and ready to ascend." Yeah, dude. Anyone that says they're ready to ascend, <laughs> yeah, they were like, you know, what? I guess he goes. I didn't know it was that crazy. He did say he was ready to ascend. Anybody that says ascend that isn't my grandma's age, worry about. Yeah. If my grandma was like, I'm ready to ascend, I'd be like, yeah, dude, go say hi to dad and Aunt Karen and Michelle. 
I think after the third, you know, just pat her hand. A guy like this tells you you're going to send, you're like, I need a flak jacket, dude. I need something. But when you have hair plugs and you're just a little overweight and, you know, relatively young, something's triggering you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, It's hilarious. His only friend in the world said he was a lunatic. Damn, dude. Your only friend is like, "Ah, I don't know. He's not my only friend. (laughs) That was was how he probably phrased that. I just want to let you know, I have like a lot of friends, but I- I was. Yeah, I'm his only friend, but, and I'll be honest with you. Like he called it friend, I was more like an acquaintance. Like we knew a couple of the same people. You wonder if they hated him. That same guy, though, like a year before, if that guy had something he wanted, he'd be like, "That's my good friend, dude." <laughs> he had eye surgery for for her. He had LASIK for her. Yeah, no hair, more glasses. Weight loss, hair plugs, and eye surgery for her. She so, still uh, wasn't in. But by the way, she probably was like, yeah, "I don't know, dude. I'm a teenager, and you're a man." Leave no, me it alone. wasn't even that great. It was 22 and 27, right? He was well, like 27, it said. I don't think she's I mean, ever, never seen him before he shot her, I believe. She was going in for a hug. If you were to, What if that was the beginning of her going like, okay, do I recognize you? Like, the person I think I'm remembering you have had less hair and, and, and <laughs> terrible eyes. It was fat. <laughs> it was it fat with the worst sight. <laughs> well, I got to do it now. Yeah, this I mean, her? that's very yeah, very sad. Um, hang on, wait. Get off of that. Uh, there, no. What are the people said? The Voice tweeted. I want to see what Adam Levine wrote. That he and his wife were absolutely devastated and heartbroken. You don't have to let us know how your wife feels. Eh, kind of covering right now. Already. Blake Shelton wrote, "I'm stunned and disgusted and heartbroken that we lost that sweet little girl." That's a creepy way to put it. Well, he says it in a country voice, so he goes, well, "We lost that sweet little girl." Yeah. And then uh, shut your eyes. And then Gwen Stefani said, "Who the fuck are you calling a sweet little girl?" Yeah, she went, "Bitch, what? Excuse me." Uh, longtime friend and former tour mate Selena Gomez, hot. She was performing only a few miles away. Well, if you're good friends with her and former tour mates, maybe you don't book the same city at the same time. That's kind of rude. Crowd. That's I pretty mean, fucked up. Sometimes you bump into each other, like Jay and I will at comedy clubs, but it's com- pure. It's purely coincidental. She's at the Amway Center where she uh, when. The other girl got shot. Selena Gomez was somewhere being well protected. <laughs> yeah. Her security team locked down. <laughs> um, so that's great. Damn. That's a pretty fucked up one. Go back to the list of people who died. Who else? A dancer. Slumped on stage. It's always a collapsing, it seems like. Uh, Argentinian singer. Comedian. Did you see that one already? Comedian Ian Cognito. Oh, I remember reading about that on Twitter. Ian Cognito? Yeah, Ian Cognito. He's British, right? Uh, he died of a heart attack during a show in Bychester. Don't know where that is. It's a gay part of London. <laughs> or at <laughs> no, least the bisexual part of London. I was going to say, it's only kind of gay. Yeah. It's just, you know, Lucy Goose, part of London. It goes what it's with what it's into. Damn, I can't talk. He sat on a chair and laid back for five minutes with audience members initially believing it was part of his routine and even... Hey, guys, let me tell you something. If I ever take... (laughs) I mean, I genuinely mean this. A 30-second pause, (laughs) scream for the police and a doctor, please. (laughs) Yeah. If I... If I go sit down and just say I'm ready to ascend. <laughs> or if I just sit down and just go. It's not a bit. Give me a second, guys. <laughs> and they go, uh, Jay's doing the old heart attack bit in the chair again. And, go, and I'm grabbing my left arm going, you guys, uh, you guys, you, what, you think I can't get out of this? He goes, anybody else smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> I go, that's what I said to her. Why did, why did you buy it when you could have ran? 
falling into your mic is so funny. Uh, by the way, a lot of these people that keep calling comedians, then they say they died singing. I don't know why that is. Josh Adam Myers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Adam Myers thing. Yeah, look at this one. It says, uh, wait, where did I just see that? I just saw another comedian. Dude, well, look at Incog- Incognito. I want to see what his comment. Oh, oh man. Uh, Oh, man. Wide neck on the shirt. Oh, no, it's not a wide neck, dude. He's wearing like a girl's. It's a lady. It's like a St. Pauli girl outfit. <laughs> Jacob, bring up his comedy. Oh, man. Bring up his comedy. Oh, his stage character was likened to Dr. Jekyll creating Mr. Hyde. Ooh. Oh, incognito. Posthumously, you're about to get ripped, dude. You're dude. about to get bonfired. It's crazy if you're an edgelord and you die on stage. Like, <laughs> what, does that freak you guys out? Would it freak you guys out if I just fucking sat down? Ready to ascend? <laughs> you guys Is somebody really- microwaving nickels? <laughs> Hey, do you guys see my grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. It's young Lord Vader and uh, yeah. Obi-Wan. Does anyone, see, does anyone else see my childhood dog right here? <laughs> Fitzy. <laughs> oh, look, it's Buckles. <laughs> oh, it's like the it's like the one who does the Philly thing. What do you mean? What's it? What is the name of the... There's the guy who does. <laughs> You're just seeing people that have passed on, and you asking if they're there. It's just so I funny. thought this was fucking. Uh, what's a check it out? Oh shit! Ange- like Angelo Salazar. Angel Salazar. A check it out. No, what's the one from Philly, dude? We've definitely looked it up before. Oh god, he's got all the different. He wears like Philly stuff. He's just like a girl wearing Philly stuff. He dresses like my Aunt, mom it's actually. Like Aunt Patty. Aunt yeah, Aunt Pat. It's Aunt Pat. Miss. No, Miss Pat rules. No, but yeah, that's why I keep thinking Miss is it. No, I think it's Aunt Mary Pat. Aunt I Mary Pat. I think that's Pat. what it is. Let's watch this first and then bring me a little Aunt Mary Pat while you're at it. Which, by the way, Aunt Mary Pat moves seats, sold out Soldier Dome several times. Oh, I bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in that area. Dude, lunks. <laughs> Those people are funny. Those are people who have fun hucking rocks at trains. Hey guys, what's up with this stupid <laughs> political system? It's like if I want to wear a dress, do you guys see that light? Do you guys? Hey, is it getting cold in here for anyone else? Yeah, it's Aunt Mary Pat here. Yeah, her dying on stage. She's like, yeah, and then I'm all like, well, send me over to the fucking birds game. The why? Is, <laughs> and then he breaks character. Why is why is everything cold right? What's now? happening? Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like time someone finger me over at Xfinity Live. He goes, and then I um, and then I, and then I um, uh, is anyone else getting really scared? Um, I don't want to go. Little dizzy. I don't want to go. Yo, Aunt Mary Pat, I'm I'm not ready to ascend. (laughs) I'm not ready. Goes, oh shit, he's Kevin again. Oh my god, Kevin. There's so much more I'm ready to do. He commits like a. Sasha Baron Cohen. He's like, call me a Mary Pat, and then also call the call the ambulance. <laughs> Is this him dying? He was a little incognito. Are a fucking like, got a four by four, got a great big four by four, and I love it because you used to have a four by two, which was basically a piece of wood. <laughs> what do you drive, big fella? Specky geese. Have a good fucking look, are you? Am I not big enough for you with your glasses? What do you drive, son? What do you drive? A you drive a bicycle. Fair play. You fucking dickhead. You ride a bicycle. <laughs> Joe, Joe, loves, Joe loves international comedy. Joe loves international comedy. <laughs> you can't get enough of it. 
You want to name a sandwich get after a car, it. mate. And when you do get a Japanese car, they're fucking brilliant. You get a lot of value for money with a Japanese car, right? My Toyota. It's got a little device on it. It knows when I've earned a few quid and a bit of it fucks up. What? what? Oh, Jay. You I didn't hear the words. It's called an off-roader because it's never on the fucking road. Bam. Count it. <laughs> Count it, dude. That's Joe approved. I'm the Londoner. I flew up there, fucking yeah. I actually cycled to... Uh, it's like Snatch, the comedy show. That's a matter. You fucking, you cunt, you. And he died on stage. Yeah. So he's like, well, is you looking at, you fucking cunt? I'm asleep. Well, no one had any idea, by the way. He wears a dress, so he went down, and his fucking dork probably flopped out. <laughs> oh, dude, dying with your dork out? In a dress? Ugh. And having to explain, he goes, no, it's his dumb character. <laughs> dude, sometimes even I'll, like, get... I can't imagine dying and your dick just being out. Because it's not going to look good. Oh, no. Zero chance your dick looks good when you die, unless you die fucking, like, Pryor's dad. Oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't it be great just to have... Or, yeah, just like a... I want to hope I have a heart attack after I just jerked off and it's starting to go oh. back down. Because I don't want him to think. I'll tell I don't you. Want, I, I'd rather not have my boner judged forever. It's fine. I wouldn't worry about the flack from it. But I'd rather have judged on looks like this guy had a nice soft swinger. Yeah. If if I can die. And that's moments after coming. If, yeah. I would pick J&O in the shower. Mm-hmm. Getting out of the shower right after I jo'd collapse. Yeah. So I don't want to die in the shower because I always no, imagine no. them trying to pick up my wet big body. No. Also, maybe you have the it. towel around your waist too. So circumstantially, they're going to see your boner, but it's not always there. But man, I wish it would stay in that state. Remember, Please. isn't it Clerks where the girl fucks the dead guy and then they say like, "Oh, you can have a boner." Rigor mortis. Yeah. Um, can you play a little Aunt Mary Pat? We'll tweet these out. The Is there any Aunt Mary Pat? Bombing, because that would be funnier. No, I wasn't. I lied. I was at the friggin' Wawa. Even worse. And there I go, being a good <laughs> citizen, being a nice friggin' person. He does person, have the great accent. Get a hold the door yeah. for this piece of shit, right? Using my own friggin' strength to hold the door for this asshole. And it was during Hoagie Fest, so I was in a good friggin' mood. I can't even get mad at it because it's just local. And it's just local stuff. Did you ever get buried in Long Island by a like early in your career by like a local doing just local stuff? I got buried in Miami by a local just doing oh stuff like God, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was when it happens, it. dude, when a local comes up and is like, "I'm just gonna cake you using all this shit that oh, everyone knows that you yeah, don't know," yeah. and that I remember foolishly trying to like make a local reference after that, be like, "Wait, man." That's worse. It's hop a hog, hop hog. <laughs> and then like you didn't even fucking say it right, and you're like, hop hog, hop hog. I don't like coming to town and trying to do that with things you know. No, I'm saying I like. Work. I mean, it could be something you know, I actually know, but just throwing out like things in town. But later in my career, now I'm very comfortable being like, I stay at my hotel. I don't. Sorry, yeah. I didn't see your city. Exactly. I know, they're like, but I mean, uh, so-and-so barbecue place, am I right? Well, if I'm going to go to Stilts, you might as well let me wear some sweatpants. <laughs> Nobody let's under go. 400 pounds walks through the door of Stilts, right? Yeah, let's go Let's go, Central High Cougars. Let's go. Cougar Pride. Let's go. Cougar let's go. Pride. Cougar Pride. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, the Aunt Mary Pat thing, though. One thing I'm so grateful for in comedy 
Your health? That I get to, yeah, my health, and then mm-hmm. I don't die on stage. <laughs> and then at no point for my act every night do I have to, like, line up a wig and, like, do makeup, you know what I mean? Yes. And then be like, all right, now I'm right. Like, I can, someone can wake me up out of a nap. And you can like, get on stage, technically. Yeah, you can, all right, I'll go on stage and do it. If you don't mind me on sweatpants. Yeah, fine. I could wake up in my nightwear and. Absolutely. And just do it. Yeah, you don't have to do a whole thing. That's why, that was my favorite moment, and I've said it to you before, Chips Cooney. Yeah. With Dave Attell, when I was like, uh, I came off Dave Attell's the tour bus tour of Insomniac. Yeah. I did the East Coast with him. That's awesome. That's awesome, because I remember I that. Young. I was young in comedy. Well, I remember I was young in college, yeah, and I was yeah. obsessed with Insomniac. So it's just cool that, like, it's, it's one of those things where if time travel was real, I don't think I'd go kill Hitler. I would just go back to, like, 2002 when I had no money and I'd be like hey <clears throat> the guy that's opening for Atel on this tour and Sonic tour you guys are gonna be friends you're gonna have a radio show <laughs> together at Sirius XM and I'd be like what about all my debt and you're like hey, you get through it <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the stuff I was thinking about with time travel because that's so cool because I was such a fan it's like how I feel about when I watch um, when I'm I still re- a drinking Atel too at that time oh my god I think that way when I think about tourgasm like yeah, the yeah. Bobby would later in my life, I would be like almost like an older brother to me. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I just remember him bullying Jay Davis on Tourgasm. So funny. So you said you were on this Insomniac tour and you came off with Chip and then Chip. I came came off and I was, uh, they gave me like a one night, I think, like a one night headline at Rascals or something. Yeah. In Cherry Hill. That's where yeah. it was for sure. And Chips Cooney was featuring. And I was like, okay, sure. And he went, and man, uh, he was there. And when he came out, he was putting on his magician's thing. You know, his thing he does like bad magic on purpose. Yeah. And he was getting his shit together for the show to go on before me. And he was kind of just asking me about me. And mm-hmm. it was very nice. And I was like, yeah, I, said, I just came off of uh, David Tell's like Insomniac tour. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, was that fun? He's like, what did you do, like the clubs and stuff? And I was like, no, no, no. We did like these like big theaters at like right outside college campuses and stuff. It was pretty amazing. And him, just this old man, gray hair, tying his cape onto his neck and going like, oh, it tells doing theaters now? I go, ah, good. That kid was always funny. Yeah. Like, oh. He came like, I give him the pass. Oh. It was just so funny. And then when he would come in the room at, after the show, his last, his closing bit was getting down to, he's an old man, dude, getting down to nipple tassels and socks with sock garters. And a pair of tidy whities that had a permanent on purpose shit stain in them. And he would have to put that on. I remember there was a comic named Hood at the cellar when I first started going there that would have to, by the way, I mean, it was sh- not long after he was able to like, to do this joke anymore, but he used to strap fake dynamite to his chest every night. And that was, he's a Middle Eastern guy and he would do a bit about, he would reveal the dynamite. And then, but it really took me back to, I remember the days of like putting the, my stepfather's tiny underwear on. Oh yeah, and you had the nipple. And then when I did the fake nipple piercings that were giant, big tin foil. Did you have to like hold your shirt out to yes. make sure they didn't? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I stood in a very, very weird way just because in my mind, it was, what's so funny about that is, I'm like, joke smokes, dude. I'm going to tear through this four minutes. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know, of this open mic. I'm going to tear this four minutes, and then I'm just going to... There was no even bit. Hey, guys, by the way, I just got uh, some new piercings. Like, tell me if they're too much. And I just, like, lifted my fucking fat shirt to show my stupid 
like I just had this whole rig. I had like a string around my neck that I would tie these rings. To. It was so stupid. How long did it take you? Two questions. I only did it once. That two, one. Two part questions. Mm-hmm. How long did it take to get ready? And did you ever call it gearing up? For the were you ever like it's time to gear up? <laughs> the, the well, no, because I would do it. I, I, the worst part is I wasn't even a person who would go like change into this stuff. Yeah. I'm like since my thing had to be underwear, that I mean my ball meat was almost falling out of the sides. Of. Yeah, I'm significantly larger than my stepfather, and but it would uh, kill. It murdered. I mean, people really like you know when we're talking about this stuff. You like talk about bad jokes you used to do or whatever. People are like, well, why'd you do it? And you're like, because there was a result. You, because it was yeah, it was yeah, devastating. You had it, you had, when you who doesn't first, laugh at a fat person getting undressed? When you first got a fucking result, you were like, oh shit, like a big laugh. You're like God, damn. and I mean, getting into my underwear was chair breaking laughter sometimes. I mean, people went nuts. Like yeah. it was de- killed so hard. It was so did, shitty. Did you do that on your first comic view? Yep. Yes, I did. God, I want to find that set. Me too. I really it has to exist somewhere. I would, I would, I would kill for an afternoon of all three of my comic view sets. I'd love to see. I would kill for an afternoon of weed, good sandwiches, mm-hmm. and bad comic view from the early days when you were like when you when you did it, like watching your episode, the episode after yours, and just seeing like it was. Dude, that was my favorite when I did comic view the third time. They rebranded the name. I did it almost by accident. What do you mean? They told me the show was called One Mike Stand, and Kev was hosting it. <coughs> Kevin Hart. So I was like, um, and I was like, it's not Comic View? And they go, no, it's like what's replacing Comic View. It's like a new thing. We're taking a new approach on it. And it's like what it. they did with uh, Premium Blend with Live at Gotham. Also, now this time, they're like, money's good. Money's real. Put mm-hmm. you up nice. And they did. Every person that was on the show was assigned a limo driver. Damn. Like, for the day. Damn. Anywhere you wanted to go, this limo drive. It was pretty weird. And they put you up at the Sheraton Studio City. My my room had like a, ba- a balcony you could walk out to. I think it was on the first floor and it was like to the to a pool, maybe the pool, or might have been my own little thing. Damn. Beautiful. And then uh we got there and it was like when I started signing the contracts, it's Comic View presents one mic stand. Yeah. And Kev was the host. And they Bob Sumner, I want to say it was, because he took over. He was a Def Jam guy. And okay. He took over this thing with Kev for Comic View. I mean, him giving this speech, dude, it was like Al Pacino in Any given, given Sunday. Really? He walked through. He's like, man, everybody thinks Comic View is we're going to change the narrative. Everybody thinks Comic View is a bunch of people putting in fake hillbilly teeth and dressing up like a lady and doing the same <laughs> old, uh, you know, I met the last slave joke and the same old, you know, the slave voice and the. White guy, they think they think it's all just that cornball. He goes, "We're here to show them. It's different." I mean, I was nodding by that yeah. by the end of the X. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because I now it's my third comic view, and I'm doing comedy eight years at this point. Okay, maybe right. Let's to be fair. That's fucking impressive. Three comic views in eight years. I mean, I don't care. The what... first two times was they were being boycotted. Nobody could do it because they were paying hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> in a check. Jesus. I think maybe the second time it wasn't that. I, think I didn't know you were a replacement player. First one ever. That was six months in the comedy. Jesus Christ. Uh, it was crazy. That's so early in the comedy. It was crazy early in the comedy. so I early. So, I was terrified when I was there. Yeah, dude. I was scared to do the Desert Diamond Casino. 
six I, months into comedy. I also had big, let alone uh, fucking television. I also had like, uh, you know, I was nervous of it, and I had bad people there for making me feel comfortable. Not that anyone was mean at all, yeah. but some big personalities. I remember the person I thought was by far the funniest human being there that was making me laugh, but it was so intimidating of a person was Corey Holcomb. Oh, my God. And this is a pre-famous Corey Holcomb, even. Corey so Holcomb's he was un- unbelievable. Raw, raw. He still is a raw dude. Still. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I don't know funny what I'm as about. fuck. Hilar- What's that? Shout out Foxhole? Shout out Foxhole. Yeah. yeah. Corey Shout- Holcomb show. He's yeah. so funny. So funny. He's hilarious and, and a big person. And everything he did made me laugh. But, but you, he that's was fair so, that you're He was so comfortable <laughs> and just like being funny in a room of comics. I thought you were going to tell, like, tell me it was a guy named like Little Man's. And he just fucking got you intimidated. Corey Holcomb makes sense. You're like, oh, shit. No, that's what I'm saying. I was there like the first time oh. doing it. But uh, but anyway, and then the second time, I think it was like, you know, scale it paid. Yeah. And this time it was like paying more and all this like thing. And that guy gave him that speech, man. It was so funny. And looking around the room of people who knew they were going on that day. Oh, and I think you used the example of fucking stools. Everyone thinks we're actually fucking stools and talking about this and that. And bitches don't be sucking dick. We're here to change We are in hell. Everyone thinks that BET's nothing but a bunch of stool-humping. White people do this. Black people do that. Now. Now look to your life. I can't help you out there. Look I'm to too your, old. I'm too old. I would. I would hump a stool. <laughs> but I'm too old. But I can't. I gotta stand back here. I want to tell you what my mama told me when I was a kid. <laughs> they think you're a bunch of slave voices. But they think you're a bunch of stool humps. I know you're going to overly pronounce your words like you're white. <laughs> but for once, just once, maybe you do some political stuff. Now that they paid, they paid an audience to come in. Mm-hmm. So it was a terrible audience. In the afternoon on a weekday in LA, yeah, uh, it was terrible. They people to, don't. By the way, I think when I got called in, by the way, I think I was the set or this the sessions that I did mm-hmm. were so bad that like they had to go and reshoot a bunch of stuff. But I think it's the opposite of that. I think I was like I think I was part of the reshoot ones, but I think our crowds were terrible too. Damn, so like, it didn't matter. I think it was an episode where Ray Lepowski got attacked. Damn, on stage by a woman. It was. That might have been White Boys in the Hood. It's the bonfire. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that the bonfire is a radio show, a full show. We got a studio and everything. You can listen to us on Sirius XM or on the SXM app. It's basically the same thing. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.